Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Fellowship of the Ring one minute at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And I'm Norman Mitchell. And today we'll be talking about Minute 14, which starts with Bilbo uh, frantically searching his pockets and ends with Gandalf saying, Indeed. Indeed. Um, I think we got a little ahead of ourselves yesterday when we were talking about... Um, this Ian, conversation on the card. Yeah, Ian McKellen's facial expressions, because... I think he, There's a lot more of them here. Yeah. Um, um, and honestly, this was the scene I was picturing when I was talking about that, so I would like to apologize. Um, but I just, I don't know. I, I love the interaction between Gandalf and Frodo, and I know we talked about that yesterday. But it's, it's, very, just, it's very sweet. It is very sweet. I like that it's, I don't know. I, I like the way that Elijah Wood just kind of, is sitting there pensive, thinking, like, worrying about Bilbo, and the way he just kind of slowly side-eyes and then turns to Gandalf. He's <laughs> <clears throat> uh, like, fine, keep your secrets. Yeah, it's very, um, because, you know, it kind of walks this line between overly jovial and kind of realistic, but yeah. there is that moment where he's just kind of lost in his own thoughts, and then he realizes, you know, who he's sitting next to, and then he's just like, hmm, I wonder. <laughs> what do you have to do with this right. before you came along? Right. Us Bagginses were very well thought of. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> I feel like Gandalf has a hard time believing that. Yeah, I feel like he does, <laughs> because he knows Bilbo so well. Right. <laughs> I have a hard time believing that you and your family were what were expected around here. I don't know. Maybe if Bilbo hadn't <laughs> gone off with the uh, with the dwarves, do you think he'd still kind of be like this weird crackpot hobbit? Like, Probably. Like, I He's still like, got some cook in him. Yeah. I, I'm sure he'd find something to get him into trouble. Mm -hmm. um, but I like that he's just the weird, eccentric uncle yeah. that lives down the road and everyone kind of knows who he is but nobody really wants to talk about it he's the doc brown right <laughs> of hobbiton do you think bilbo has a breakfast machine <laughs> i think every hobbit wants one that's true i want one that just the Rube goldberg breakfast machine yeah breakfast machine um <laughs> in the in one of the commentaries uh, they talk about, uh, I think it's the writer comment. No, it's, um, oh no, it's the cast commentary. Cause Ian McKellen talks about how in one draft, um, the writers were worried about, uh, everybody smoking. Yeah. Uh, because this was, you know, the early two thousands and everyone was kind of, uh, you know, like anti-smoking. Yeah. Kind of lashing out against <clears throat> this. Like the portrayal of smoking as sexy in Hollywood, yeah. Um, and you have a ton of hobbits smoking, and Ian and McKellen, elves and right Gandalf and, and Ian McKellen says like you know you're not entirely sure what they're putting in their pipe. You know what what is this pipe? <laughs> in the sixties, it was obviously some kind of hallucinogenic right. pipe. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I guess in an alternate draft, they have Gandalf uh, quitting smoking when he's talking to to Frodo. Like he hasn't had. He hasn't had a, a smoke in a while. So instead of the pipe, he's like eating, like sucking on these toffee candies. Um, and I guess all of the lines kind of came out garbled because it's like, you know, it's yeah. the reason why you can't work while chewing gum because it's just really annoying. Um, 
That hasn't stopped some people. No, I know. It's terrible. But uh, so I, I just think that's funny. It's like, it, you know, nicotine patch, patch Gandalf yeah. and like this alternate timeline <clears throat> is just irritable. And, you know, he hasn't had a smoke in a while. Yeah. <laughs> and then I guess that continues and he's just like, oh, no, no, I gave up smoking. And during Bilbo's party you know bilbo's like oh come on try one and then after bilbo disappears uh frodo shows up in the study and gandalf is just smoking because <laughs> he's so stressed out and then later at the meeting the council in, of elrond um, yeah at elrond he because rivendell is a strictly non-smoking establishment <laughs> <laughs> so he's back to the toffees again but i just think that's so funny that yeah. the thing that causes him to crack is bilbo well yeah <laughs> I just came here to have a good time, and I'm feeling so, so attacked, attacked right, right now. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I kind of want to see, because they shot they shot it. Yeah, I guess they shot some of it. Or at the very least, they recorded some of the lines. Yeah. <clears throat> Nicotine patch Gandalf. <laughs> He'd be so much crankier. Yes. Gandalf's already cranky. Yeah. But, like, you know, without his, without his smokes... I mean, I don't think I, I think that it is only ever referred to as pipe weed. Yeah, I don't believe it's ever called tobacco. It's called leaf, leaf, and leaf. leaf. Your love of the halfling's leaf. Yeah, yeah. It's only ever called leaf and pipe weed. It could, you know, it could be something else. Yeah, it could be. It could be partaking of the MJ. Mm. <laughs> Who knows? You know what? That explains why the hobbits have the munchies all the time. Honestly, yeah, that's why they eat eight times a day, right? If all you do is smoke weed, <laughs> just, just laying around, stoned. <laughs> eating. Oh man! Now I'm just thinking of like Rastafarian hobbits. <laughs> That's terrible. I'm sorry. That's terrible. Oh my god. Oh. That's terrible. Oh. So there's um the other half of this minute. <laughs> The first half of this minute. Do you think? Do you think hobbits like have like, you know how people have like five foot tall bongs? Like, do you think? Do you think hobbits like? Dude, look at this pipe. Yeah. I think in Bilbo's study, the reason Bilbo is locking himself in his study is he's just getting wasted, <clears throat> just constantly. Just white walled. He's hot boxing. So, yeah, back to the first half of this minute with Bilbo in his study having his little freak out. Sorry. Um, he's just, like, patting himself down and grunting and talking to himself. Right. Where is it gone? Where is it gone? Where is it gone? And that's very, you know, <clears throat> it's also very, like, another, we were just talking about drugs, but, like, it's yes. very, it's like an addiction. Yes. He's having a little panic attack. Yeah. Needs the ring. He's got to find it. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Right. And then he, when he finds it, it's in his pocket, which he already checked, mm -hmm. but he missed it the first time. So he had his little freak out. And uh, they were worried about this scene because they felt like the first time you see Bilbo, you shouldn't see him having this like moment. It makes him come off as not like the kind of happy-go-lucky character he's supposed to be. Right, like too twitchy, too evil. Too twitchy, too dark. Evil Bilbo. Yeah, evil Bilbo. Um, 
So I don't think that this is in the theatrical, this little freak out. Yeah, they said they they cut it. Yeah. So so our first our first view of Bilbo then would be when he opens the door and Gandalf's there. Exactly. Okay. That would be how we meet Bilbo. Oh, Other okay. than like the little lines of him like Frodo get the door. Right, right, right. Because those are still in the theatrical. Because we don't really see his face those times. I mean, you nope. do kind of. You see him in profile a little. But then all the times when you see him in profile, it's during Concerning Hobbits, which was cut anyway. So. Um, but uh, one thing I thought was interesting is that we were looking at um, like alternate actors that were considered for the role. And apparently Sylvester McCoy was uh, in, like the second running to play yeah. Bilbo. Apparently, like, Peter Jackson was looking at Sylvester McCoy and Ian Holm, and then he decided to choose Ian Holm. And for those who aren't aware, Sylvester McCoy uh, played the seventh Doctor in Doctor Who, and he also came back in the Hobbit trilogy as Radagast. Yes, the please. Yes. <laughs> Radagast, the brown. Radagast, the bird poop. Yes. Which is unfortunate. I love Sylvester McCoy. Yes. I think he's great, but like... I mean, I, I will say that one of the few things I love about that first Hobbit movie is Radagast the Brown, so... Oh, man. Really? Yeah. I, I love his rabbits. See, I really like the first Hobbit movie, but I did not like Radagast. I loved Radagast. I thought it was like... It, it was very much how I imagined just like old past being Doctor Who, Sylvester McCoy. <laughs> just kind of silly and to himself. I love, I love Sylvester McCoy. I mean, what I've seen of Sylvester McCoy and Doctor Who, he's very silly. Mm. One thing that blew my mind when we were researching this the other the other day was uh, Sylvester McCoy and uh, Ian McKellen were in a production of King Lear together, with Ian McKellen as King Lear and Sylvester McCoy as the Fool, which is incredible. Incredible. Oh, my God. I'm sure it's fantastic. I I really hope that there's a recording of it because I really want to watch that. Yeah. Because I would be interested. I haven't read King Lear in a very long oh, time. Man. King Lear is so good. Like the crazy like the scene where Lear is losing his mind in the middle of the, the rainstorm and the fool is just kind of there. <laughs> oh my god. King Lear's so great. Is there anything else in this one? It's really just like part of a conversation, and Bilbo's freak out is like thirty seconds. Mm. Uh, I like that. You get more cool little shots of Bag End during his right. freak out. Yeah, um, we see a uh, he or was that last last minute? No, the map down the map. Yeah. No, he has he has the map right. Yeah, he has the map right at the end of the last minute. Okay. but it's like it's another Middle Earth map. Is that uh, Thor's or Thor's no, map? It's not Thor's map. What map is that? I don't know. I think it's just a like a, a fairly standard Middle Earth map. It might be the one that the title card appears right after. But it looks different. Mm-hmm. Man, I was counting on Elijah Wood telling me about maps. And he he, didn't, me he didn't mention that one. He let me down. No, but we will see Thor's map. Yeah, because it's but in the book. You can identify Thor's map because of all the writing on the side and right, the big the, star the in the, the middle rooms, of it. And the little dragon. Yeah. There's a dragon on that map, right? <laughs> Here be dragon. Right, right, yeah. Not of dragons, dragon. Of course, just there's one. a dragon on that map. Dragons are cool, man. Dragons are cool. I mean, Smog's kind of cool, I guess. Isn't he supposed to be like a super wimpy dragon? Yeah, kind of. In comparison to all the older dragons. Yeah, but he's still a dragon. Yeah, that's fair. 
Even a wimpy dragon is still a dragon. I guess. Unless the dragon's like... He's, like, um... As far as anyone in Middle-earth is aware, Smog was the last dragon. <gasps> Man. There may be others, but no one is 100% species. sure. Yeah, No one's really sure if there are other dragons. No one in Middle-earth is sure anyway. Uh, um, well, there there are any. other dragons, but as far as Middle-earth is concerned, Smog was like the last in Middle-earth. So what happens to all the dragons when like the flat earth turns into round earth i don't know they do die. the dragons live in the core of the earth maybe they become the core of the new earth all Is their, that why their fiery like hearts magma? yeah man that still blows my mind that it's flat so the whole um flat earth <laughs> smog being killed is something that zaron did not want because zaron wanted to get smog in his camp so to speak right so he wanted to that's why the Witch King was in Mirkwood. Was he going to be like like Daenerys, like riding riding a dragon? I mean, that'd be sweet. I mean, you saw him in the first couple of minutes, just Sauron riding a dragon. That'd be sick, actually. That'd be really cool. Just like arm spread, like bro come at me? Yeah. Yeah. He. That's why the Witch King was in Mirkwood, like to expand Sauron's influence and then eventually reach the Lonely Mountain and be like, hey. Hey, smog. Why don't why why, smog. Didn't, why didn't he just immediately go to the mountain though? Well, don't necessarily. He didn't want to reveal himself yet. No one's been in the mountain. Yeah. No one. That's the he point. didn't know his way through Thor's door. He would have had to gone in the front. Yeah. Which would have been obvious to the people of Lake Town. Not really. Because you can see the front of the mountain from Lake Town. But if okay, so if you are a like a ring wraith. Yeah. Lake Town's not going to know what the heck you are. Lake Town doesn't care about you. I, they care about people approaching the mountain because smog's up there. But They're going to send they, someone to follow you to try to stop you. Would they see it, though? Like, if you're going under cover of darkness I mean, and you, Maybe not. You skirt Lake Town. Like, if you go around Lake Town, they don't know what's going on. Yeah, I mean, I guess. The, you know, politics and stuff got everyone riled up. Rabble, 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 yeah. rabble, rabble. Keeping the masses down with their... I don't know. Do they have television? They don't have television. <laughs> what do they do? Make cheese? I don't know. I don't, I don't. Fishing. <laughs> they're cheese making. The cheese, the cheese making, and they're fishing. <sighs> Get some of the the pipe weed. <laughs> yes, their uh, their their beer they buy from from Merkwood. There you go. Oh man, I forgot about that. I really want to try Elven beer. I know it's fictional, but. But Lake Town gets all their beer and ale from, from the elves of Mirkwood. We're way off topic, but do you think do you think the Mirkwood elves are like like hipster microbrewers? Like Is it, these are the finest craft elven ales. Yeah. Do you think they are pro hops or anti hops? I feel like elves would be anti hops. <laughs> elves like sweet things. That's true. So they're more like a like a wheat ale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And like dwarves, I feel like dwarves are very, super very poppy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. Yeah, they want nice bitter brew. Yeah, they think that elven stuff is weak. <laughs> this this will put a beard on your chest, right? Which is funny because hops like increase estrogen in yeah. your body, but you know, dwarves, man, they dwarves. don't know. They don't know. Well, as we all know, the difference between male and female dwarves is in the beard. Female dwarves have beards. Well, it's in, but the difference is in the beard. Because they don't have, like, as full of a beard? I guess. 
We no, never, I thought we never see a female dwarf here. I thought that they can't tell. <laughs> isn't there like a jab at the dwarves because like they don't know what's what? Like outsiders can't tell the can't difference. tell the difference. But but yeah, we're getting so if one person, we're going to talk about this in like a year and a half. No, I know. But like, but so okay. So if 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 a lady dwarf is walking around with just like like Aragorn scruff, and then Gimli has this fine beard, you'd feel I feel like you'd be able to tell the difference. Right. But, you know, it's a jab because outsiders are dumb. Because they don't know. I guess. But literally, like, okay. So if... It's a, it's a racial jab. It doesn't have to be accurate. If four dwarves... I'm not here for your for your racial jabs at dwarves. I'm here to get to the bottom of, of dwarven <laughs> politics. So we're asking the real questions. So if four dwarves are lined up, if four dwarves are in a pub... Yeah. Like sitting at the bar. Four dwarves walk into a bar. Four okay. dwarves walk into a bar and one of them doesn't have a beard. I would assume that one's the lady. But what if it's not? What if it's like Feely and Keely? Yeah. <laughs> right? There, there's, your, there's your counterpoint. <laughs> Feely and Keely don't have full beards. Well, I mean, Feely does. Kind of. They're also younger dwarves. Yeah, I know. They're the hot ones. They can't have Actually, beards. most of the dwarves in that movie don't have a beard like Gimli. Yeah, I guess so. Gimli's got like the big, like, all the way to his belt buckle beard. Yeah. Because he's the manliest of dwarves. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, he's the one that gives us that line, you know, right? A lot of people can't tell the difference between right, male and female right, dwarves. Right. It's in the beard. I don't know. I feel like... Okay. <laughs> so... We're far off. No, I know. But, like, I feel like if there were there were some dwarves like a dwarf family and one of them had like a ZZ top beard and one of them had like, like a trimmed Santa Claus beard. I, what if the one with the ZZ top beard's a lady? What does Gimli mean by that line? I don't know. Maybe lady dwarves have, maybe it's like a, no, it's not a matriarchy. We already know that dwarves aren't matriarchies, but like, can you imagine though? Like, like the head of the household just has this crazy awesome beard that just goes down to the floor. She starts chasing you with, like, a frying pan or something. <laughs> you know, I, I imagine cooking with that beard is a, is oh, a hazard. that's true. It's a hazard. Maybe the men, know, maybe <clears throat> the men do the cooking. I don't maybe, know. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe this is egalitarian dwarf society. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we, should, we should move on. Oh my goodness! We'll have we'll have more time to talk about dwarves. That's later. true. That is very true. Um, so you can find us on duelinggenre.com, dot com along with all of our other dueling genre productions, such as the Doctor's Companion, which I host with uh, my friends Scott and Nick, and they host uh, Back to the Future Minute. And we all write for Geek by Night, which is our audio drama podcast that they were very proud of. Um, you can email us at contact at lordoftheringsminute.com. We're on Twitter at L-O-T-R Minute, Tumblr, L-O-T-R-Minute.tumblr.com. We have a Facebook page. Um, and if you like what you hear, give us a five-star review on iTunes, and that would make our day. Yeah. That'd be, like, the best thing ever. Um, we are also on Patreon. Um, you can find that at duelinggenre.com slash support. If you are so inclined, we also have a one-time donation button on the site and some merch, which is exciting. Um, and special thanks to our Patreon associate producer, Leaper182, and we will talk to you again tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye.